Swimcast is recorded live in front of a feline audience. I'm Andrew. I'm Jessica. And welcome to Swimcast, the podcast where Jessica makes me watch movies that were near and dear to her heart growing up as a teenager and I would not have seen because I was a grown-ass man living in Japan. So there's a bit of an age difference between us and Jessica is using this against me to force me to watch these movies and see how I feel about them. With hilarious results. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You want to take it from here? What does Swimcast mean, Jessica? Fitting into that theme, we came up with the name Swimcast because it stands for See What You Missed, colon, the podcast. Right. So these are movies I would not have seen. They were not targeted at me, and I was maybe not even in the country at the time when they came out. And, and we found so far in many cases that they're not targeted at me either. Because <laughs> we've, had, we've had a bit of trouble like tracking down a lot of my, my teenage gems. But today we have a very special treat, which is we discovered that on the CTV app, there is a gold mine of podcast content. A veritable so- cornucopia. <laughs> <laughs> veritable indeed so we're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit right now i don't know what i'm gonna be forcing upon andrew but i have <laughs> narrowed it down so we're gonna give it over to the gods of internet randomness yes. <laughs> and internet <laughs> dice because nobody owns a real dice <laughs> anymore i don't know do you have yahtzee in the cupboard somewhere andrew no i don't think i have that i i may have a dice somewhere i have no idea where it is So, thanks to random.org, they have a dice roller that you can choose the number of dice, which is going to be one, and uh, we're going to do it randomly, digitally, and this is totally not fixed. Is it like a normal dice, or can you like randomly choose some sort of like Dungeons and Dragons like 20-sided dice? Because that would actually be helpful because we have so many choices today. (laughs) There are different randomizations but this is a straight dice roller. All right, old school. Yes. Old school. Excellent. So beyond that, how are you on this fine apocalyptic Sunday afternoon? I was going to say, oh yeah, coming to you live from uh, the apocalypse, the climate apocalypse. Um, (laughs) How many many horsemen are we at now? We have pestilence. (laughs) (laughs) We have... What, I can't remember the four. It's pestilence, famine, death, and war. So we yes. got, we're, I think we're at three. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say, I've got like a little bit of a tickle in my throat, but I'm like, I don't know if it's, yeah, the, the fact that you cannot breathe the toxic air outside right now, or if it's the deadly virus. Right. Uh, so I feel awesome. the same way. I'm, I notice when I, I look out the window, I can see the smog between my building and the neighboring building. It's that bad. Uh, We'll just mention that Vancouver currently isn't on fire, but the rest of the West Coast is, and all of that smoke. Yeah, all of that smoke (laughs) is... We're suffering from America. (laughs) I don't even think... Yeah, yeah, I don't even think there are wildfires in BC this year. We didn't... Or not... Not big ones. Because sometimes BC gets hit pretty bad, but not this year. No, but just there's so many fires that oh, that all of the smoke has come across the border and it is crazy bad out there. It's also got this tinge of burning plastic as well, which is really sweet. Oh, I haven't, well, I the only time I've been outside in the past two days, I just took my garbage out and I didn't really notice, but I guess it's because I was beside a dumpster. So I was only <laughs> smelling dumpster. But yeah, I've got my... I'm inside and I'm talking about, I can smell it inside. <laughs> it's been Yeah, bad. I can a little bit too. I've had an air purifier going. I've had all my windows closed despite the fact that it's still kind of warm. So, ugh, <laughs> worst. <laughs> yeah. 2020, am I right? <laughs> it's already taken a weekend where I wasn't planning on doing much anyway because 
it's still, you know, things are getting bad again. People are getting sick. And uh, now it's like, I, I don't even want to go for a walk because that's unhealthy. Very unhealthy, <laughs> according to the index. Yesterday, it was the worst smog in the world. You know, yeah. uh, as well as Portland and uh, places in California, but the worst smog in the world, even compared to Beijing and Delhi, <laughs> places yeah, known for their smog. Yeah, I remember when I went to Beijing and I was there in sort of the winter time or sort of winter into spring. And when I was there, everyone's telling me, oh, you're so lucky. The air is so good right now. And I was like, "Are you, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> because I was blowing my nose and it would be like black. So <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like, all oh relative, God. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the picture, like I took a picture out of my hotel room and it kinda looks like the view outside of my living room right now where it's just this yellow, dingy haze. <laughs> Super bummer. Yeah, I mean I we didn't want to be a, a, a weather podcast, but we can be a, a climate apocalypse podcast. Yes. This is not weather. <laughs> This is a disaster. Yes, and so yeah, the, the, the question of what have you been up to lately is literally trying not to die from one of <laughs> many things. And watching a lot of TV. <laughs> have you seen that have you seen that cartoon going around where it's someone like it's a little like stick people and it's 2020. There's a guy sitting in his underwear watching his laptop being like, 2020 is the worst year ever. And then the next panel is like 1349, like Plague Doctor, and they're giving the finger to the 2020 panel. <laughs> but then it jumps to 2024, 2034, where like robots are making humans pole dance for them. Yes. <laughs> and okay. people, are, people are wearing gas masks around a trash fire. <laughs> I I did see that one. I really enjoyed the the very nervous look on the human pole dancing <laughs> for robots. I did. No, I, my favorite part was like the plague doctor giving little stick finger people <laughs> or <laughs> stick people fingers. So would would those be would those actually be robots who were in the strip club? I'm not laughing at that. I refuse. <laughs> Okay. You're like, come on. Yeah, go girl, give us nothing. <laughs> okay. Is I'm there, so mean. <laughs> is there is there anything that uh, you have to talk about since our last recording? Anything cool to talk about? Last time was weddings and tattoos. Oh uh, no. No. I'm, I, that was my only events for the last 6 months, so I'm I'm done. <laughs> okay. I did. I did. No, I did find out though that my Celine Dion concert that got canceled in April has been rescheduled to September 2021. So, mm. uh, my friend who lives in San Francisco, right now she's like, StubHub or whatever gave her until the 30th of November to get a refund. Ah. So she's like, I'm gonna wait and see what happens during the election. I'm like, oh, it's probably a good call because I might not be able to come visit you. Right. So, uh, yeah, good times. Okay, so let's get to the random rice. Oh, yes, 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 I'm excited for this. Random dice roll. I was about to say rice roll. Oh, now I'm hungry, goddamn. <laughs> Freaking love rice rolls. Yeah, With the Chinese awesome. donut oh, and like the yeah. sweet soy sauce. Oh, man. Or the barbecue pork one. Oh, oh yes. Oh, now I'm starving. <laughs> Okay, dice roll, dice roll, <laughs> dice roll. Back on topic. Okay. <laughs> so I will turn around and I will roll the dice and then I will turn back around again and tell you what number it is. And then you're going to tell me what movie we're watching then, right? Aye. Okay, one second. Okay, rolling virtual dice. <laughs> I have rolled a one. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping for that because I got some jokes. Okay, what is the movie? Oh, actually, we might be able to switch to Netflix for this one uh, for, for technical reasons. The movie is Not Another Teen Movie, which is a parody of teen movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I, I love these parody movies. I'm hoping, is this early in the parody movie stuff where it isn't 
garbage like uh, in later years where it became a formula? Yeah, it was 2001, so it would have been really early. It would have been right around the first scary movie. Okay, so it, it's a way. It's a Wayans Brothers. It's a Wayans Brothers. Oh, okay, Wayans Brothers movies. Those are good. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking that. And scare, a scary movie was, was that also Wayans Brothers? Oh yeah, totally it was. Yeah. Okay, cool. I have good feelings about this then. So. Yeah, scary movie, which was filmed at my high school. Oh, so it was filmed here in Vancouver. Victoria. Oh, oh, Victoria. Sorry. The. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was filmed between my grade 11 and grade 12 years, so. But this one, uh, like, that was a take on horror movies. This one is a take on, obviously, all of the teen movie tropes, so it's going to do all our work <laughs> for us. But also, I was hoping for it because uh, it stars a young uh, Chris Evans, Captain America, which is very topical right now because yesterday he accidentally posted a picture of his penis on Instagram and the internet went crazy <laughs> wow so i was like let's honor let's honor this gift that was given to us all by watching <laughs> not another teen movie okay were you able to see that that picture before it was taken down i didn't even though i had nothing better to do than be on instagram all day yesterday but of course i googled it like yeah. i'm not <laughs> not gonna lie bravo i'm 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 <laughs> I'm quite impressed. <laughs> like I said, well, and it, the funny thing is because on, on Twitter, like none of the reactions have been like about it being symbol, uh, symptomatic of toxic masculinity. It was all just sort of like, where can women. I find it? <laughs> yeah, straight women, gay men, gay women being like, thank you for your service. <laughs> and even like all the straight dudes I saw were just like, man, nice, nice one. <laughs> So I was like, yes, uh, this gotta is recognize, what we needed. Yeah. Somebody, somebody <laughs> referred to it as the best thing to happen this year since Parasite winning the Oscar for, for Best Picture. <laughs> Somehow I was completely oblivious to this, but uh, that's fine. Oh, that's because we have like a, a four second news cycle. So <laughs> it's been replaced by other things. All right, let's get our technical difficulties out of the way, shall we? Okay, right. so let's, let's pivot, pivot to, to movie. movie. biggest technical struggle of all time. <laughs> this like one hour, 20 minute movie took about three hours to watch. <laughs> I think that's a slight exaggeration, but yes, it was a pain in the ass due to uh, I think commercials. we're just about. Yeah. Like two hours and 45, like not even an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So where do we want to start? <laughs> Well, like, first I want to say, if it wasn't, like, take out some of the gross-out humor, and that would have legitimately been a good movie. <laughs> I agree. It, I had so, it was hilarious. I had many, many LOLs. Oh, oh, oh. But let's start. Uh, we have to make a retraction. We assumed going into this that this was a Wayans Brothers movie. And oh, it, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't, so... <laughs> <laughs> it was not. <laughs> but it was hilarious because I think this was like the start of these parody movies where they actually went to a lot of effort to recreate the scenes and everything. Not like the later parody movies, which just bad. <laughs> what? Scary Movie 8 isn't good enough for you? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Also, vampires suck. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Oh my God, that's Leslie Nelson, right? No, it's oh. like, um, it's re more recent. Like it was post Twilight parody. Oh, okay, okay. Cause there, there is a movie with Leslie Nelson where he's a vampire. 
and and it's oh yeah no that's dracula dead and loving it okay (laughs) (laughs) okay so this was an incredible mashup of so many movies that uh some we've already watched so that really helped me get the references at least this time since we've watched uh, some of these movies like she's all that i've watched american beauty on my own when it came out pretty and pink i've never seen but i know that i get the references 10 things i hate about you i swear there's it's a porky's reference uh yeah, in, in that there, one yeah, scene the, the 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 locker room the women's locker room scene yeah porky's slash like every 80s yeah teen sex comedy yeah <laughs> bring it on was referenced yeah. with the cheerleaders, Breakfast Club, and 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 you mentioned Cruel Intentions, which I haven't seen. Oh but... yeah, the the sister, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like literally the extent of my notes are just the list of movies that were referenced. Like I was every time I identified a new one, I wrote it down. So uh, what did yeah, I miss? Cruel Intentions was the the. In Cruel Intentions, it's a stepsister, okay. stepbrother, stepsister who play like these sexual games with some naive girl played by Reese Witherspoon and that was like it's based on um oh my god liaisons or something it's yeah something like that yeah that one student who's actually like a senior is supposed to be Reese Witherspoon no 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 (laughs) so the the like they combine the two stories where that was supposed to be Drew Barrymore from Never Been Kissed where she plays like a reporter who's 30 who goes back to high school undercover to write something i haven't actually seen it but that's what that reference is to (laughs) totally didn't get that reference so why don't we talk about music because i was very happy about the soundtrack because it was you mean it was a good charlotte album (laughs) okay well not that i would have listened to good charlotte but all of the music was 80s music really just yeah, good co- Charlotte covers, covers. but yeah, there were so many things. And if it wasn't outright the song, there were certainly musical references to like Tainted Love, songs by Simple Minds, Oh Yeah by Yellow. <laughs> you you said the Ferris Bueller song. <laughs> oh, was it Chica Chica? Yeah, one? exactly. Oh, yeah. Bow, yeah. Bow. <laughs> yeah, the band the band's called Yellow. I ha- I have their album. <laughs> Uh, no, it is called the Ferris Bueller song. No. <laughs> when I went to high school, we had a vote for what our grad song was going to be. And oh, no, 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 no. That didn't win. That was one of the submissions. What won was, I've, I'm sure I've told the story before. What won was Louie Louie. Wow. Like the old song. Yeah. But then a bunch of parents complained. And then <laughs> at least we missed, we missed. We were in between years where it was Vitamin C, the graduation song, (laughs) and uh, Green Day, Time of Our Lives. So we didn't get either of those, luckily, but it was, we ended up with Revolution by the Beatles, but Louie Louie won that vote. I remember, like, I was on the grad committee and listening to the cassette tapes of the submissions and then (laughs) counting the paper votes, but then... There was conspiracy. The whole point. Conspiracy afoot. But the The Russians were involved, (laughs) I'm sure. The whole thing with Louie Louie is that nobody knows what the lyrics are. So why are the parents so offended? I don't know. Uh, Because they thought it wasn't special enough for this momentous occasion. But the thing I liked about my high school is that, like, we didn't give a shit about, like, anything. Like, we never, we didn't have school, didn't have dances. We didn't have any really well we had sports teams but they were all they all had different names like we weren't the like go tigers or whatever yeah and like we sucked at sports so we never won anything yeah (laughs) we're kind of alternative there was a lot of like burnout kids (laughs) pot smokers (laughs) lots of art lots of art coming out of my high school yeah Uh, i don't remember there there obviously were sports at my high school I did not participate, and I don't recall us being known as a, the the sports high school either. Though, anyway, back to the music. I I, I want to list through a couple other things that songs that meant something to me. Candio by the Cars. There were Thompson Twins songs. Uh, the song Break My Stride. 
Uh, oh yeah, I know that. Turning one. Japanese by the Vapors. Uh, but that was used at like, <laughs> like so. That was the gag in this horrible. one was the pl- yeah the gag in this one it combined the gag from Can't Hardly Wait where Seth Green and his friends are all pretending to be black with the, oh, right. the thing they do in. 16 candles that whenever they show long duck dong on screen they play a gong noise oh. so what this one had was about was a kid pretending he was asian and right. when they introduced him they played the turning japanese song yes and he got his ass kicked too by real asians yeah yes. just like yeah. seth green was like got his ass kicked by the real black kids and can't hardly wait oh yeah that was that was kind of cringy that was a cringy moment in the movie Oh, um, one of many. <laughs> so the yeah, the music was great as far as I was concerned, even if it, if Good Charlotte was <laughs> doing the covers of them, because oh yeah, we were we were watching the credits, and it was a Good Charlotte cover. I can't remember which one. We've heard other movies where you know they do an updated cover of a 80s song and it's horrible but the good charlotte one was oh, yeah, actually the, pretty good yeah yeah they were bad. like and especially because this movie came out in 2001 so it was very of its time so it was like a good 2001 version of what they were trying to do it wasn't like i can't remember what movie it was where they had the oh no it was um bring it on where they had the really bad uh, hey Mickey song, and it was just oh yeah, the absolute worst. Oh wait a minute, was there any ska in this movie? I don't think there was. No, I think this was a bit too late for ska. Okay. So I think using the Good Charlotte was kind of the 2001 version of like the <laughs> 1995 ska. <laughs> so like micro, because it had like that micro period, like ska as well as um. Would you get like big bad voodoo daddies and stuff? You'd count that as ska? Yeah, right. Mm. No, no, no. It was um, swing, kind of like Nouveau yeah. swing. That whole era. Was, was that would have been like '99? Yeah, because obviously the director, whoever was choosing the music, was definitely focused on the '80s because there was absolutely no ska, no Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh right! Oh my God! How could there be no Smash Mouth? <laughs> Can't get enough of you, baby. Like it's it's unheard of exactly. for a song. Or walking on the sun. To not have can get enough of you, baby. In it. Oh my gosh! At one point, I thought that there was a cameo from the guy from Sugar Ray, but it was just some other guy with frosted tips, <laughs> like <laughs> an extra at the pool party. Oh yeah, the party <laughs> when they made they the guys pulling the amp into the party like an absolute visual gag. <laughs> that was one of my very favorite parts. That is. Yeah, that was pretty brilliant. Like, yes, the amp. Plus, (laughs) plus the fact that they actually got the actor who did Bogey Lowenstein in the movie. (laughs) Yes, at the party. He was the slow clap guy. He was a few times when something big and dramatic happened and he tried to start a slow clap and everybody was like, no, man. (laughs) Yeah, unacceptable. This is not it. How do I know yeah. when it's it? You'll know when it's it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then at the very end, when he's like, this is it, this is my moment. And then the, he's the ducky from Pretty in Pink character <laughs> takes over <laughs> and starts the clap. And he's like, come on. <laughs> and then he beats him, he beats him senselessly, even though he was just hit by a bus and oh, yeah. badly beaten up to start with. There's only yeah. one other music thing that I'm going to mention here, and it is the A-Team theme. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Mr. T makes a cameo in this. Mr. T as the wise janitor. Exactly. <laughs> but the yeah. wise janitor wearing a rain slicker, like, I know what you did last summer, like the murderer, and I know what you did last summer. Okay. I'm, okay. I was thinking this is some reference. I'm not getting it, but it's, it's, it's referencing something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You haven't seen I Know What You Did Last Summer? It has Jennifer Love Hewitt, Andrew. No, I have not <laughs> seen Freddie it. And Freddie Prince Jr. And Sir Michelle Gellar. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Classic. Put it on oh, the rub- list. <laughs> I keep rubbing my hands together, and you admonished me for that earlier. <laughs> so apologies for weird rubbing sounds on, on the track. 
there were so many visual gags. Like, I'm sure that there were a bazillion things we missed because Oh, absolutely. I even was, like, thinking. There. Oh, yeah. Because some of them were kind of obvious and a bit of an homage. Like, they went to John Hughes High School. I was like, okay, that's pretty obvious. Um, <laughs> right, because he, he my... did all of the 80s movies, teen movies. Yeah. And then I had was... two fake. Oh, oh okay. Ahead, sorry. Oh, okay, go with the second one because I know what it is and I, I'm not going to steal that from you. <laughs> okay, so I had two favorite visual gags other than the John Hughes High School, but it was <laughs> Anthony Michael Dining Hall. <laughs> yes, that was the one I was not going to steal from you because you died yeah. laughing. Oh my God, I oh, it killed me. <laughs> and I thought, like, I was like, that's it. That is my, like, absolute shining light best part of this whole movie until later on in the movie when they were in the cafeteria and there was a uh, hot dog stand and the sign said hot dogs for practicing oral sex (laughs) 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 oh my god (laughs) I was like that's so gross and so weird but so funny Oh, yes, I had both of those written down. I also yeah. appreciated the the Harry Dean Stadium, which I think oh, yeah. Yeah. I think is a reference to Harry Dean Stanton. It's oh, a it's little, gotta be. It's gotta be. It's a little oblique, but uh, yeah. yeah, I think it is. Oh, there was one uh, towards the end at the airport. He's pulling up and over the announcements, the red zone is for loading and unloading only. To me, that was a reference to the movie Airplane. Because oh! In okay, because yeah, you're like, I get it. I get that reference. I was like, I don't... What reference? What are you talking about? Like, he just parked his car in the wrong place. Yeah, it didn't kind of play out like it does in Airplane, where there's two people doing announcements. It's a man and a woman. And throughout the movie, there are more announcements. And then you kind of realize that the man and the woman are like a husband and wife, and they're bickering at each other through the announcements. It's 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 pretty hilarious. I have seen Airplane, but it's been a long time. <laughs> Was Airplane Leslie Nielsen? Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know he was Naked Gun, the Naked Gun movies, absolutely. That's correct, I, yeah. But I couldn't remember Airplane. Oh, okay, yeah, of course. And yeah. Dracula Dead and Loving It, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that huge hit, Dracula Dead and Loving It. And uh, yeah, they did all of these scene-for-scene parodies of of these 80s teen movies, but then they actually have Molly Ringwald working the airline counter in in the airport there. And oh yeah, when he makes the the dramatic entrance to stop her from getting on a on an airplane. And she's <laughs> totally anti-romance. She's like, really, really, guy, shooting down everything. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah, fall for that bullshit. <laughs> but they even had, because it was so funny, because like the movie, they had a principal that they established and the actor, he was so familiar. Did you recognize it? What, what is his name and what is he from? Do you remember? I No, I don't. Okay. I'm going to try and like talk and look that up at the same time. Because okay. uh, later in the movie, there's a different principal. Yeah, because when they have the the Breakfast Club scene, when they get detention in the library, it's the principal from Breakfast from the Club, breakfast like, yeah, the same oh. actor who comes in is like, you mess with the bulls, you get the horns, and he like does the. <laughs> yeah, and then at the prom, there was yet another guy who was doing the announcements. No, that was the same guy as the first guy. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this guy, George Weiner, is the name of the actor. He's so he, familiar. Okay, he he looks in? like other, maybe he just looks oh. like a bunch of other actors. He's in Spaceballs. He's the, like the main, um, oh, like okay. the Colonel. Colonel okay. Sanders. He's Colonel Sanders in Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And he's in a bunch. He's like in a bunch of Mel Brooks movies. Cause okay. he did look yeah. familiar. That's, he certainly did look yeah. familiar. Okay. But, yeah, okay, he's, and he's Mel like Brooks, in, that makes uh, sense. Because if you're in a Mel Brooks movie, you're in every Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got loads of credits. But yeah, he, but that's what where I was remembering him from was he was Colonel Sanders in Spaceballs. <laughs> What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? <laughs> so good, so good. 
<laughs> oh man, we're gonna have to do a space ball to watch. I'm not against that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> the most classic. If speaking of parody movies that are the best, oh my god. Well, I've got one more thing to break down for the millennials. When this movie was made, Randy Quaid was considered a normal person. Oh, or yeah, like he was a noted comedic actor, Randy Quaid. Exactly. And while like he does play a crazy person towards the end, well, in that he's having Vietnam flashbacks and he's fighting Vietnam in his kitchen when Yeah, because he Jake was supposed to be... He was supposed to be a combination... Lainey's dad from She's All That yes. and Molly Ringwald's dad from Pretty in Pink. Okay, see, I haven't seen Pretty in Pink yeah, or The Breakfast yeah. Club because uh, well, yeah, I was too cool was, for those. Yeah, you missed out on some classics. The, the whole movie, like, it was She's All That was the core, the core story of the movie. Yeah. With all yeah. of the other references sort of just, like, slapped in there. A lot of them worked. A lot of them, like we've already said, were just visual gags. But, yeah, the whole thing was the, oh, yeah, the, the girl takes off her glasses and she's hot. And she's going to be prom queen. And ponytail. And the names. Yeah, because they were the main characters. And they had, yeah, oh, yeah, the ponytail. That's super a nerdy ponytail. Because the main characters were, instead of Zach and Lainey, they were Jake and Janie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. so yeah, J- it was yeah. Lainey Boggs and it was Janie Briggs and mm. Zach Seiler and Jake Wild- Wilder, Wilder, whatever. Yeah, but that was the, the main. So yeah, Randy Quaid there, he was back back then. It, th- this was before his whole Star Whackers thing where he was convinced that there was a group of assassins out to kill Hollywood stars. <laughs> He being one of the people on the list of the Star Whackers. That's why he ran up to Canada and he lives in oh, Vancouver. Yeah. yeah, and but doesn't he apparently have he has like a Trump person? Oh like yeah, he he's has, he's totally yeah. Trump. He's probably totally QAnon. Uh let's let's not speak of these current events. Let's speak of 2001. Yes, shall okay. We? Okay, we'll jump back to there. Oh, oh, something we forgot when we we're talking about the music. They used the correct Sixpence None the Richer song in the scene when she gets the makeover and she starts walking down the stairs. <laughs> right. And then she's making her slow motion entrance. I'm like, she's not just going to stumble a little bit. She's going to eat it hard. <laughs> and which means she, the entire staircase collapsed. <laughs> and then like it pulled the rug and like a table with a lamp. Like, yeah, and the, that's when you said, oh, that's a total Weird Al gag. And I'm like, oh my God, this is my generation's UHF. <laughs> because it wasn't just a stumble. It was the fact that the floor gives out. She falls to the basement and then everything kind of, you know, slides down the stairs and on top of her. Uh, yeah, Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Yeah, it just keeps piling <laughs> on. And, and everyone's making like, ooh, ah, ooh, faces. <laughs> so good exactly oh oh yeah there was one other sign in in the high school that was on the wall that made me laugh it's where i have it written oh the sign said abstinence doesn't work trust us that's awesome that Uh, reminds me of when i was like i don't know a young adult. I don't remember how old I was, but I wanted to go on birth control. And I remember my mom said to me, why? It doesn't work. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and like, while she's just looking me in the eye, I'm like, oh, great. Great way to find out that I'm a mistake. Thanks, mom. Oh, oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like I was a teen. I was older and I wanted it for like heavy periods, not for <laughs> birth control. I'm like, yeah. So yeah, that was Poor, yeah, my mom. <laughs> She's just like dead ass, like in the eyes. It doesn't work. <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> so, so much to process in that moment. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little stunned there. <laughs> Some deep insight that you're sharing here. That I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm you're therapizing. Yeah. (laughs) But that's, I mean, that's true of, like, any, like, early 80s babies. Like, I think anybody whose parents were, 
you know, like early 20s and had kids in the 80s. They're all accidents. Or that's when there's like the third sibling who's like 10 years younger than the other siblings. Now that's an accident, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. I yeah. do remember, I do remember as a teenager, at, at some point, you know, trying to figure out slyly when my parents got married so that I could do the math to figure out. <laughs> Oh, to see. <laughs> Did they get married because of me or because <laughs> I'm the <laughs> right. oldest child? But no, no, they they were married for a couple of years before I came along. Yeah. You could, doesn't mean you were an accident, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, did you have any cute boys in this movie? Um, obviously. <laughs> As we discussed, <laughs> this movie stars Chris Evans. Captain so, America, <laughs> even though he had like challenging sideburns in this movie and like really bad like- And they made fun of the sideburns. Dark hair dye job with like so much gel to have that ski jump bangs, the ski jump bangs. It's still Chris Evans, like come on. Even, even as a young, okay, he's not a kid. He's probably in his early 20s. He was probably, but... wait, 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 I can do this math. <laughs> he's like, he would have been, yeah, he would have been like 23. Right, right. Still, yeah, that's younger than I would have thought, but yeah, yeah, even then, still, it's Chris Evans, he's Captain America. <laughs> Come on. Okay, what what about the other guy that he makes the bet with? I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, the not, not Paul Walker guy? No, <laughs> no, he was, a, he was, um, I was trying to figure out why I recognized him. I think he was. I was gonna say I think he was in the Scooby Doo movie, but that was he was Freddie Prince Jr. with a blonde wig in the Scooby Doo oh. movie. Maybe they made like a direct-to-video Scooby Doo movie also that had this guy. He was in stuff. I got oh, I gotta I gotta look him up now too. I was thinking that he was supposed to look like somebody from one of those other '80s movies, like that. Oh yeah, he was, like he, he was, was supposed to be a visual reference to uh, somebody in Pretty in Pink or or some other teen movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, like he definitely, he was supposed to be like the Paul Walker stand-in from uh, She's All That. Because um, Pretty in Pink, there was Andrew McCarthy and James Spader. Yes, okay. Yeah. I, I guess it's, he reminds me of... Andrew McCarthy? Andrew. Yes. Yeah, a little bit, I see it. Yeah. Oh, this guy, he was also in The Hot Chick, starring Rob Schneider. Oh, okay. And Dumb and Dumberer. <laughs> Don't know if I watched the second one. I swear he's been in more stuff. But yeah, like he's definitely has like a, a, a memorable face. Like he's not very generic looking. You'd, you'd know him to see him. But right. no, no, I wouldn't put him on my list of cute boys. Okay. Like he, he, wasn't, he wasn't ugly. Any other? Anybody else in the movie? Not really. Oh, there was a Sean Patrick Th Thomas cameo. So he's beautiful. He was in it when when they at the Where? party when he's like, "Hey man, what are you doing here? I'm supposed to be the only black guy." He's like, "Oh man, sorry. <laughs> I'll I'll let you I'll let you go." <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that. Yeah. Um, not that was really. special. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, no, because I hated How I Met Your Mother so much. The <laughs> fact that the guy that played Ted on that show was in this, I was like, no, because I hate him so much as Ted. From that show. No, there weren't a lot. Okay. No. Chris Evans, I no. get it. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's the same like when we watch other things. I'm like, no, everyone else everyone else doesn't count. <laughs> they pale in comparison to Chris Evans's terrible shelled sideburns. I did think that Janie's brother, the character who's Janie's brother, they Picked him or made him look a lot like uh, Seth Green. Yeah, like Seth Green and also, yeah, there was somebody else that looked more like Seth Green, but he was kind of like hybrid Seth Green. He didn't look like Lainey's brother because that was Kieran Culkin. He looked more right. like, they were kind of trying to make him a little bit an Anthony Michael Hall character, mm. but there was two because oh no 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 the guy who was the best friend like with the hat oh, who was in oh, love definitely. with her he oh, was oh. well his name was Ricky or something but he was supposed to be Ducky from Pretty in Pink who I was thinking was Anthony Michael Hall but was actually John Cryer so that's who uh, he was supposed to be but he okay. looked kind of like Anthony Michael Hall like he was sort of 
slender face, like blonde curly hair. Kind of a mashup of the two characters because his his yeah. clothes were really not of that style. It, it, it was really 80s teen movie clothing and the way he acted and stuff was really goofy and awkward uh, where yeah, everyone was... else was being cool. Yeah, he was supposed to be, yeah, like the, the ducky character from Pretty in Pink who's very specific aesthetically. Mm-hmm. Like the hats, the, the very 80s. <laughs> His poetry. <laughs> oh yeah, the, that was the 10 things reference. Was 10 <laughs> things I love about you, yes. Janie Briggs. Were there any, uh, I, I fear to ask because there was lots of boobs in this movie, but <laughs> did you have any uh, Mila Kunis's or Maya Rudolph, Sander? <laughs> There's going to be two that I point out here. Uh, okay. The, the first one is Ariola, the exchange student, and, <laughs> exactly. and and not because she was nude except for a see-through backpack. <laughs> yeah, <her laughs> totally. So that's nude. yeah. That's so that, that's nude. got nothing to do with it. The fact that she was always nude. And the second person is the poor man's Jennifer Love Hewitt, Lacey Chabert. Oh yeah. <laughs> as Amanda Becker and not because <laughs> Yeah. And not because she gives hand jobs. Oh god. Oh god. Oh yeah, the, the can hardly wait references were weaved in throughout. <laughs> but oh yeah. You think I've been asleep with anyone who writes me a letter? <laughs> no, I give them hand jobs. Oh, so gross. Gretchen from Mean Girls. Right. Was, she was also on Party of Five when she was younger with Jennifer Love Hewitt. So I thought, uh. like, that's pretty clever casting. Yeah, there was also the one of the cheerleaders, because the, the Bring It On storyline overlapped with the ex-girlfriend from She's All That, the Taylor character with Jamie mm. Presley, where they were the, the cheerleaders. And one yes. of the two backup cheerleader girl squad, I'm still not convinced it wasn't Meghan Markle. If it was, the internet and all files have been scrubbed of that fact, and I'm pretty sure it was her. I don't know. Du- I... Yeah, the Duchess of Sussex in this like <laughs> terrible sex comedy. I bet you, I bet you it was her. Let's see. Yeah, like some of, I mean, it was expected because it's a parody. There was a lot of super gross out humor, but I mean, I laughed because we're all 12. Like when the Porky's scene, when they crawled through the vents to spy on the girls in the locker room and then it collapsed because they were spying on this girl on the toilet and ew, we don't want to see someone peeing. But then she like took like monster dump and then (laughs) they fell through the ceiling and then they fell through the floor below that. And then the toilet started just spraying feces over everyone in the class. It was only spraying over the teacher Oh, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Who had just kind of gone on about something being filled in excrement. And of course, that's when oh, the toilet yes. falls through, uh, shoots an incredible amount of excrement all over the the people who fell down and himself. Yeah, so gross. That, oh, yeah, the, no, but the one thing that truly turned my stomach in the whole movie was the cruel intention scene when the sister who was supposed to be the Sarah Michelle Gellar from Cruel Intentions, started making out with the old lady. (laughs) Like, it was was so close up, and they had so much, like, fake saliva, and like, oh, oh my god. Oh, it was, like, I actually did feel ill. There were so many gross out things about that portrayal. Like, when she's coming on to her own brother, and then she says, it's okay, <laughs> yeah. we're only blood relatives. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're only related by blood. <laughs> yeah. So oh. gross. Oh. <laughs> the IMDb is not satisfying me by telling me it's Meghan Markle. I can't figure out, because she didn't have a name, so I can't figure out. There's a lot of just like, girl, girl uncredited. Oh, and <laughs> this, is the movie where It's Been Broughten comes from. Oh, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was so convinced it was in the real Bring It On. Yeah, exactly. It, it feels that way. 
And we, yeah. I think we've thought it was in a couple of movies, but this is the movie. It's been brought in. <laughs> I know, she's like, this is not a cheerocracy. I am the cheer tater. You have to face the cheer consequences. <laughs> like that was, that was pretty good. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about the American Beauty references with the weird teenager and the stupid floating bag. <laughs> oh, the plastic all, bag. The, the plastic only... bag, is, it follows them around everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I only got the reference because, yeah, the whole, like, American Beauty, the plastic bag. I've never seen American Beauty. Okay. And now, like, you can't because it has Kevin Spacey, right? So you're like, oh, this was extra creepy. It wasn't acting. And I guess there was an American Pie reference when Randy Quaid has a three-way, but he's just got two pies in, his, in one <laughs> in each hand. <laughs> yeah. I think there, were, there was a lot of American Pie references throughout, though. Like, the three nerdy kids. Okay. They were yeah. a reference both to 16 Candles, like the three nerdy guys in 16 Candles, but the whole, like, we're all going to lose our virginity by the end of the school year. Uh, like, yeah. Vibe. That was definitely American Pie. Well, and the the exchange student too. With oh with, yeah, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> with nudity because she's European. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, she was several different kinds of European, also. <laughs> right. Which is funny. And uh, unnecessary subtitling every time she talked. Oh right! I totally didn't pick up on that. I'm like, oh yeah, she's speaking English. <laughs> But that's that's an American thing. I've seen it on TV oh, shows yeah. and stuff. Somebody yeah. just has an British. Irish accent. Yeah, or British I accent. Hey, and they've got them we subtitled. Both, we both know some Irish people that could use some subtitles. Like, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not pretend that that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there can be some translational issues. Yeah. <laughs> And they did go in on a couple of Tourette's jokes, which, eh, you know, oh, maybe that's not yeah. cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was funny the, because people <laughs> shouting obscenities out of nowhere is always funny. But that's... Yeah, the second joke where she's doing a cheer in front of the crowd and getting them to like a call and response and they respond in kind. And that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but not not during the auditions. During the auditions, I was like, mm, okay, not yeah. cool, not cool. Yeah, the, the call and response, that was like, that had some Mel Brooks energy. That reminded me so much of um, yeah. a scene from Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> like when the whole, like a whole crowd just shouts something together. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's definitely very Mel Brooks. Yeah. And another thing that it it was funny, but it just made no sense whatsoever, was the hippie albino girl. Oh yeah, <laughs> playing was playing acoustic guitar. It was like I don't know what that is a reference to. No, because the one thing they didn't really well, they kind of did at the very beginning when like the guy from How I Met Your Mother was giving the orientation to like the jocks and stuff. And he said something about like, these four people are gonna be oh, your right, only friends right. for the next four years or something. But there wasn't a lot of play on the like, walking around the cafeteria being like, those are the hot Asians. Those are the sexually oh, the active cool. band geeks. Like, yeah. there was very few, like that didn't get used, which surprises me. Cause that's a yeah. huge teen movie thing. Like white Rasta. Was, but huh? did this movie come out before that? No, 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 because like, that was in that? Um, Clueless. Oh, right, right, right. But it, it, mean it, Girls. They did mean a similar girls, thing yeah. in another movie as well. Mean Girls, but no, yes. I definitely, yeah. and definitely mm. to some degree in others. I can't remember, Did they, they must have done it in Heathers or something, something very similar. The one thing that I like about this, because... In, in most serious teen movies, everything works perfectly. You know, oh, yeah. like people go in for a kiss and when they do the perfect kiss and yeah. it doesn't work at all and they end up not kissing in the basement there because that's that's a yeah. little more like Because you're life. like, how are they going to screw this up? And I was expecting something horrific to happen, but they just kind of like bumped heads and it was kind of cute actually. <laughs> because like in... Um, and she's all that that when he goes down to her art basement and they're about to kiss like she says something oh, like she is 
she asks him a question and like kills the moment. But yeah, like when they just kind of like were slowly like leading into each other with their eyes closed and then they just like bump foreheads <laughs> and like, or like cheekbones, like yeah. they, to- they totally miss aim. And then they were like, oh, I was, sorry, I had my eyes closed. I thought you were gonna, oh yeah. And then it was all just, <laughs> it was very, it was kind of cute yeah. actually. I was expecting, yeah, I was expecting something horrible to happen. Like, like when the football game, like when they, I think it was the Rudy reference, he, he throws a pass to like the skinny little kid and then he gets ripped in half. Like his guts are spilling out. Like I was expecting something super gruesome to happen. And then I almost forgot about this, the scene leading up to the prom there. It becomes a musical. Oh yeah. I was like, is this? supposed to be Greece, but I think it was just like generic musical segment. It, yeah, because I was thinking Greece as well, mostly because you put it in my head. <laughs> but then it became very Disney-like too, though. Yeah, it was, uh, maybe yeah, the, there's some the music. movie that I totally missed <laughs> that was a musical, but I can't, I can't think. Yeah, it was uh, totally Disney because it was sort of every character kind of introducing themselves a little bit, which is funny because it was at the end of the movie, but. I think the best part of it, though, is when they all finish in front of the prom and they all like reach to the sky, hands in the air, and the song ends and they just hold it for about 15 seconds. (laughs) And then they awkwardly kind of transition into, you know, whatever the next scene is. I thought that that was good. That that had a very Mel Brooks feel. I was just going to say, I was going to say that totally (laughs) had a Mel Brooks feel to it. Again, I'm thinking Robin Hood Men in Tights because that is my main. Yeah. That and Spaceballs are my two main Mel Brooks references. I don't think I've ever seen Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. I. It is so offensive. Oh, it's probably <laughs> heavily racist, I would imagine. Uh, I've heard people say who have had conversations with Mel Brooks, they've said to Mel Brooks, wow, you couldn't make a movie like Blazing Saddles now. And Mel Brooks said, we couldn't make a movie like Blazing Saddles then. <laughs> right. We just did it. Yeah, right. Well, it's kind of like it Monty was not Python okay. too. Monty Python, Life of Brian, yeah. <laughs> Even when they made Blazing Saddles, it was not okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Tropic Thunder, which does not get enough oh credit. God. So it... good. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, so I mean, actually, it does get a lot. I, I, I guess it. it doesn't, like, it doesn't come up enough now. Like, it hasn't had lasting. Because even at the time, like, Robert Downey Jr. actually got nominated for an Oscar for a comedy, which never happens, for being in blackface the entire <laughs> movie. That's how good it was. Oh, my God. I love that movie. I've run out of notes. Yeah, Do you have same. anything else you want yeah, to say? Yeah, cuz like well I said at the beginning like all my notes were just a list of all of the different movies it was referencing and then you burn through that in the first 30 seconds. I'm like, "Well, <laughs> guess I'm out of notes." No. I mean, I, I guess I'll yeah, I guess I'll wrap it up by saying that I enjoyed this movie more than I was expecting to <laughs> despite the technical difficulties. Like if it had been a worse movie and I had the technical difficulties, I would have just been like, let's kill it. <laughs> let's just recap the first 38 <laughs> minutes. But uh, no, it was it was funny. It was enjoyable. I did love this movie too. I thought it was a really good parody movie and certainly worth seeing it. Uh, if you've seen even half of the movies, and I've only seen a quarter of these movies, it's just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely see yeah. it. I well, like I said, I kind of want to watch it again to get all the gags. I'm sure there was a lot we missed. Yeah. Uh, like you, you had mentioned something about there were probably some gags on the backs of the football players. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Jerseys. Well, one of them because one of them said extra. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what I actually did when I was like, wait a minute, because I saw another one that had like one of the opposing players said something and I, I missed it and then I looked and then yeah. Is said extra? I was like, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, we, oh, yeah, the like the license plates at the beginning, like where they're like, oh right, filthy right, what was yeah. it? dirt poor, filthy rich, filthy rich, dirt poor, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah lots of those kind of gags. All right. Oh, when he walks into yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, <laughs> save those gags for people to watch the movie themselves. Yeah. yeah. The, the end. end. 
So, Jessica, where can we find us on the internet? On the internet, we are on Instagram, probably most actively, at Swimcast, S-W-Y-N-Cast. Twitter as well, S-W-Y-N-Cast. Or email swimcast at gmail.com. Great. Stick around. There'll be a feature song and outtakes. And that's about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, come back next time. Like like I said, CTV has given us this bounty of choice, but it's also given us these technical headaches. So headaches galore, yes. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll bounce back to Netflix and see what see what we can do next time. Okay, sounds good. Until next time. Bye! What's, what's something from the movie we can reference? Oh. Oh my god, don't ask me to have use short-term memory. <laughs> Until next time, hot dogs for practicing oral sex. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Hi there, Stermonics here. Thanks for still hanging around. Today's feature song is a collaboration between Mr. Rust and myself, entitled Pandora Kiri, from his album Front Street Sketches, Volume 2. Check out Mr. Rust on Bandcamp. Link in the show notes. After that, there will be some outtakes. sports sounding music for this one no not really ba, 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 ba. <laughs> just play those like four notes on your trumpet <laughs> ricky martin ricky martin okay that 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 is also a good guess i'm surprised and then Two. my, like, what, what guess that rando? I thought was all clever was Daddy Yankee. And I was like, maybe one of those guys was Daddy Yankee, because I don't we actually know what no he idea. looks like. <laughs> but nope. <laughs>
What was it Baby Bunny or something? What the fuck oh, was his name? I yeah. Where did I write that down? Oh, maybe one of the guys was Major Laser. I <laughs> I feel like Major Laser is like a like a like a dead mouse where like you wouldn't actually know what he looks like. Oh, okay. I thought Major Laser maybe but maybe Major Laser is like some sort of like Latin hip hop star. I am old. <laughs> but that being said, that means every single one of the songs in this performance was a jam. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so who is the who is the random? What? Random. My okay, guess wait, wait. was my random guess was Daddy Yankee. Oh right, right. <laughs> We've been over this. We just <laughs> went over it. Okay. Uh, right, yeah, that's because I'm really old. Okay. <laughs> Swimcast is brought to you by ABC, the Anunnaki Broadcast Corporation, and heard on Nibiru Networks across the Tri-Galaxy region. Nibiru Networks, holograms so real you can touch them. Like, oh my god!